another installment of Sports Rap Podcast right here on Heat 100 Radio. If you go to the group, Sports Rap Podcast on Facebook, the picture that's posted about the time change has all the information so you can get the link and tune in. If not, just chill with us right here on Facebook because we know that everyone is probably off of work now. You dealt with the crazy snow and everything that went on. So, what we going to do is we going to get y'all ready. So, I'm going to start this live. So, I'm going to be joining this very, very quickly. So, right now, uh, here we go again. We are definitely having some problems, issues, and all that. But nonetheless, we're here. So, you can hear us. You'll be able to see us very, very soon. Very soon. We're going to get you to see us. Now, what we want to do is we're going to get y'all squared away, as always. News, scores, and updates to open. And then we're going to get into the meat of the show. And what it is, is news and updates and scores. We're going to give you some black history moments. And then we're going to get into the meat of the show. I just tipped you off on the beginning and told you what one of the topics is, the Draymond Green issues and situations. And we are going to get to that. So, in moving along with this, right, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do this. Since we're playing around with it, we are going to do some things. And we're going to play around with it and see we're going to get it together. As long as we come along. So while we're doing this, I'm going to give you some updates, some news, and some scores. And then we'll get into what we're going to get into. All right? So first, the knockout of the year. Oscar Valdez wrecks Mikel Burkelt with the violent left hook on Saturday, I believe that was. So if you didn't see that, you can go on YouTube. because It's all over YouTube. It's all over social media. And you can get that. And get to it and, you know, see it. It was a mean, mean left hook. So any boxing oh, wow. fan, oh, yeah. you can appreciate that. You will appreciate that once you get there and get to that. Sure. Right? So, uh, also, there's one league source that is saying that Howie Roseman is the sole problem in Philly. And that's an issue that could take us half of a show. So we may touch on it a little bit just to give you some information. And we'll get back to that if we get to it, you know, whatnot. You know how we do. Sometimes we get to things, sometimes we don't. But just to give you the update on that, the Carolina Panthers are apparently all in on Deshaun Watson. They are reportedly clearing up space to capture Deshaun Watson. So would that be a good move for them? Would it be a good look for Deshaun Watson? Really don't know. But we'll have to look into that and, and, and see how that plays out. The Houston Rockets are reportedly going to part ways with DeMarcus Cousins. Apparently they are backtracking and going into going back to what they did when Mike D'Antoni was the coach and they wanted to play small ball. And now... They want to play smaller and play younger once Christian Wood returns to the team. 
the primetime ever begins at Jackson State. We'll talk a little bit about that as we get along. Also, in your news, it's been reported, unfortunately, that Steelers coach Mike Tomlin has tested positive for COVID-19. So prayers are out to him. Well wishes go out to him and his family to make sure that he stays healthy or gets healthy and gets back to what he needs to. Of course, of course. That's with the Jackson State. That was Mr. Jackson State. So, your Black History and Sports Moments for this week. Jack Johnson was the first black heavyweight champion. Fritz Pollard and Bobby Marshall were the first black football players in the NFL. I was just reading that. Both of y'all guys. About the NFL one? Yeah. Hey, man, you said it. Partners, partners, that's right. I was just reading I go together like peanut butter and jelly. Yes, indeed. Charlie (laughs) Sifford was the first black golfer in Mm -hmm. the PGA. And Baldy's boy, Mm -hmm. Mr. Bill William Russell. Oh, man. The first black coach in the NBA. And, you know, if you were tuned in last week, we talked about a little bit about Bill Russell. Mm -hmm. And we talked about some quotes. And we talked about Dr. J. And we talked about Wilt and how Bill Mm -hmm. would always kind of defer to Wilt, even though Wilt did not win the championship. We talked about the GOAT thing. And we know that Bill Russell won 11 chips. Yep. And it's hardly ever talked about in GOAT conversation. I don't know why. But you can go over to YouTube, mm-hmm. Sports Rap TV, and check that video because it is up. And you can see and get back what you missed from uh, last week. So now, we got some NBA scores and some NHL scores from yesterday. Mm-hmm. Start out with the Celtics. The Celtics fall in overtime to the Pelicans, 115-120. to 120. The Pistons fall to the Magic. 96-105. The Thunder defeat the Cavs, 117-101. to 101. Mm-hmm. Timberwolves fall to the Knicks, 99-103. Shout out to a good friend of mine, Dennis Lynch, who is a diehard New York fan, especially the Knicks. And the Knicks are playing a lot better. Like I said last week on the show, Heat 100, the station that keeps it 100. Mm-hmm. Not a Knicks fan, but after the plethora of bad years that the Knicks have had, Mm -hmm. it is good to see them playing better. The Sixers fall to the Raptors, 110-103. The Nuggets fall to the Hawks, 115-123. The Nets defeat the Clippers, 112-108. And the Kings fall to the Bucks, 128-115. In the NHL, the Devils fall to the Capitals, 4-3. The Canadians fall to the Senators, 3-2. The Flyers played the outside game yesterday against the Bruins, one of their nemesis, the biggest thorn, I believe, in their side in the wow. entire NHL. Right. They fall in that game 7-3. to three. The Jets <laughs> defeat the Canucks 4-3. to three. And in NCAA football, the debut <laughs> oh, wow. of primetime, Deion Sanders. What better Can to say, talk about? Quick, what better to talk about prime time than where we are right now? Like Baldy said, prime on prime time. Prime time. <laughs> Deion Sanders <laughs> in Jackson State. That's my man. He should be happy. Fifty-six nothing, whatever. Fifty-three <laughs> zip. He should be happy. So kudos and shout outs to them. Easy to be a coach. And uh, shout outs to hmm. the NFL players, hmm. the few that were there on the sidelines. 
Troy to Aikman. support Dion. The most prominent name we saw was Troy Aikman. Yes, sir. But it is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And if you were tuned in, to, if you have tuned into the show, you know that myself and Baldy, mm-hmm. we did discuss this when it was announced that he was going to take the job right. there. And we got to the point where Baldy mentioned and brought up how it could change the entire landscape of recruiting for HBCUs Mm -hmm. as far as sports. And that's not that there hasn't been any recruiting for them, but it's usually a lot less prominent than the other major schools. So hopefully Dion can get them to the point where they can spearhead a new regime, a new trend in college football and at HBCUs. Can I interject real quick? Yes, you can, my brother. I said that it, it should have been a, a a joyful moment for him winning, as he did. But mm-hmm. what wind up happening, while they were while they were playing the game, yeah. somebody went in and stole, his stuff. And stole money, card. cards, and stuff out his back. Oh, yeah. Wow. This is during a debut game. Wow. Yeah. But here's the kick. Right. Somebody went in, right. took it. Somebody knew about it. Right? Mm-hmm. And then it came out that they found it. Right. And it was a miscommunication. Kind of like that AI situation right. with the air- well, bag in the airport. Dion then posted on Twitter, right. it is not a miscommunication. I don't know who came up with that. Right. One of my staff members mm-hmm. witnessed the thief. Mm-hmm. And brought it to our attention, and then we got it back. Right. See that? So it's kind of weird, man. I ain't got it back, bro. Got it back. So it's It's kind of weird that... um, It's always somebody watching, people. Y'all want to be up to the shistiness and the crookedness. It's Mm -hmm. always somebody watching. Man, it's kind of weird that 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 would happen because when he first got there, somebody broke in his car. Wow. See that? But you know they found him. So like they say, like people like to say, look at God. Yeah. Couldn't have happened to a better, classier person. Right. And people might... He said, luckily, he was wearing a jewelry. Time. Right. <laughs> yeah, that sound, yeah, lucky, and you know what? Luckily, that I was sound, wearing my jewelry. That sounds just like Dion to <laughs> say, said, luckily, luckily, I, jewelry, I was my wearing phone, my jewelry. That, that definitely sounds uh, like Dion. Yeah. Because only prime time prime would time. say something like prime that. Time. I'm yeah. glad I was wearing yeah. my jewelry. Recover, he... Man would be the only person that would say oh, something like right that in, in that realm or whatever. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> let's get into yeah. some of this stuff real quick. Mm-hmm. And we're going to save the NBA stuff for the second half right. so that we can <laughs> be prominent and be in depth and in tune with that conversation that we're going to have. Because that Draymond Green conversation or that Draymond Green situation mm-hmm. is one that definitely, definitely um, needs to be discussed in layman's terms and for the general public because Dion, uh, Draymond did it uh, on his own. And the crazy part about that is we got bits and pieces from the media. And like we always tell y'all on here, 
the media is only going to tell you what they want you to know, what they want you to hear. So I've got an article that I read, and I've got some points that I'm going to discuss. Baldi's got it, so I know he's prepared with some points. And Frank is going to chime in because he asked if we were going to discuss that. Yes, so we are going to discuss that. Melvin Chappelle, thanks for tuning in. Yo, Everybody man. else tune in. Come on back. We are Facebook up, Live. So in, the Eagles Wentz trade, just a quick recap. The, the trade is finally done. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure a lot of Eagles fans are happy. Um, there may be some that are not too happy. How you feel, there may be. I'm going to get to that in a second. There may mm-hmm. be some that are a little confused. So, Frank just asked me, how did I feel about the trade? Mm-hmm. In, my, in my honest opinion, first, Who won the trade then, so far? I don't think it should have happened. Mm-hmm. Business-wise and, and actual team-wise, and first business-wise, because of the cap hit right. that oh, they're going to sustain in that. Um, I, I think mm-hmm. you could have rolled it out for one more year, mm-hmm. the cap would have been cap hit would have been significantly lower mm-hmm. and like i mentioned uh before my partners came back on a, on one show mm-hmm. i mentioned that they could have had an open competition yeah. you know in, in training camp with new coaching staff and things of that nature mm-hmm. the one thing that i did not like about the entire situation mm-hmm. the entire saga was one he apparently asked for a trade because it was reported by all the media. Mm-hmm. The biggest issue, the biggest punch in the gut for me was that he never said anything throughout the entire situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I posted last week his thank you letter to the city of Philadelphia, nice. which was a great letter for a departing athlete. There were a lot of mixed views among his teammates, his former teammates in that locker room, and a lot of mixed views among the fans. Like I said, my whole issue with it was that he never said anything. He never denied anything mm-hmm. that he right. did ask for a trade. Um, he just never said anything. Right. So a lot of people can read that in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have people that are like the players, his former teammates, who some of them looked at it as him abandoning them mm-hmm. after the season that they had. And, you know, ideally the era that we all come from, right. you generally think that you had a bad year or a subpar year, and you want to stick with the guys that you had that rode through that, that got you over those tough waves or got you through yeah. that tough storm. You, you ideally or realistically, more so ideally, you want to have a one shot again with that group. You know, that's the era that we were brought up on, um, just so people know. You want to have another shot at it with that same group. And it didn't happen and it's not going to happen. We see that. Anthony Anthony Fulton, thanks for tuning in. Terrence Nash, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Dwight Ike Franks, thanks for tuning in. So, in that situation, I don't think it was a good trade for the Eagles. Like I said, one, because of the cap hit. And also, because of the way that it's going to play out Mm -hmm. and what they got for him. 
and a lot of people were kind of like disappointed in what they got. The Eagles did that in their own right to themselves and to him devaluing him by asking for number one picks after the Matthew Stafford trade, which you were not going to get because of the season he just played. It's kind of like Janet Jackson. What have you done for me lately? And that's not to say that he could bounce. It's not to say that he won't bounce back or he can't bounce back. But the stipulations that were in that trade, and we all know what it was. It was a 2021 first-round pick. But this is the kicker. And this is where I say they should not have done the trade at all. Because if Wentz plays 75% of the snaps, okay, of the games or, or of the season, the conditional 22-second-round 22, 22 pick would become a first. Okay? The second-round pick that they got also could become a first if he plays at least 70% of the plays and the Colts make the playoffs. So there's a lot that has to be had for this to be worth it. Worth it. And that cap hit. You know, the cap hit is something totally, is something within its own right. But he's got to play 75% of the season or the games. And again, he's got to play another 70%. And the Colts have to make the playoffs. Right. They will. It's going to be tough. But it's going to be tough because you have a good roster. But now you're bringing in, you're bringing in a new quarterback. Yeah. That had a subpar year. Well, Frank Wright was his coordinator. That that's all a moot point. Right. And right. I get that he right. was good under Frank Wright. He led us to that the matters. promised land. He didn't play in the promised land right. game, but he led us to it. Right. Had arguably the best season of his career right. Right. by far so far. Right. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, you bringing in mm-hmm. a quarterback who was allegedly unhappy with his situation here. Um, just being playing devil's advocate and giving you the rumors from, from the rumor mill, he often changed plays right. um, that were called by Doug Peterson, his head coach. Right. He was allegedly not a good locker room guy. He said. I said allegedly not yeah. a good locker room guy. He said it himself. So he now. said he could have been a better teammate. So now you're moving this guy with all of those rumors, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that they're true or not true. I'm just playing devil's advocate, wow. giving you the rumor to get out a point. Mm-hmm. Chuck, thanks for tuning in. And the problem becomes him coming off of a subpar season, going into a new situation, and like Baldy just mentioned, him owning up to that one thing of saying he could have been a better teammate. Right. How are these guys going to look at him now? At another from another team. Right. Thanks for tuning in, Chuck. Yes, the three-headed monster is back, Chuck they, Boulder. Boulder, know, my guy from high school. Are going to look at it and say, right. okay, this guy is, 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 is looking for a resurgence as a player. He's rede- redefining himself as a player. Right. Or mm-hmm. is he just the same old, same old? Can I, right. Real quick, can I chime in? To come to his defense, right? You know, I'm not even saying so. Real quick. His line was not there, so... Not make excuses. He 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 was the reason why but, they had a crappy year. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. But his line was not there. Okay. The man got hurt. He was running for like no receivers. But here's ball. the thing. He had he he had like most the Yeah, there were issues. But he did doing the seven. There were issues. There were issues. But what Trump what slightly trumps that right. is the fact that he's in his fifth year in the league. Mm-hmm. He made mistakes 
that rookies make. That rookies make True. in his fifth year. Threw the ball away. And mm. not saying that Jalen Hurts was the savior. Jalen Hurts played four games behind that same line. True. That's true. What the difference I saw was, or I feel like the difference was, Jalen Hurts played football and took the opportunities that were presented to him in certain situations. I.e., we know he can scramble, he can run, but when those opportunities presented itself, right. he took them. Real quick, they're going to have tape on him next year. So but it's, it's, it's not. That, that's, yeah. I mean, you're going to have tape on everybody, yeah. so... That, that's, not yeah, that, that's not a big issue. That's not a big issue. It all depends on what the scheme is, if he ends up being the starter, right. and his instincts. Right. And like I said, there were times when you saw Jalen Hurts throw the ball away. True. That, you got to throw the ball like away. I said, yeah, like I said, year five, you, should be doing that. you made a lot of mistakes and you missed throws that you shouldn't really be true, missing true, true. as an elite quarterback. Right. In your fifth year. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. let's go back. So we go back to his first couple of years in the league. Right. Mm-hmm. In his first couple of years in the league, he was on his way. Absolutely. So when you look at when you look at what he did and almost becoming an MVP, yeah. and mm-hmm. then the team winning a Super Bowl without him as a quarterback. Right. Well, right. well mm-hmm. as a young quarterback. Well, the barometer is where, where's the yeah. barometer now? It's yeah. not like he 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 had a progressive part where okay we have a terrible year, mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. okay you building up to it. It literally went from boom to bang. Yep. In a matter of two years. Yeah, he was good. Mm-hmm. And then once he came back, the barometer was still here. Still high. True. Yeah. The barometer is here. I like so if he doesn't match that. And this is where poor throws, this is where hanging mm-hmm. hanging on to the ball too long, yeah, you're trying to make stuff too. happen that yeah. you're yep. forcing the issue. Emmett Bates, thanks for tuning and in. And he kind of regressed as a quarterback. Yeah. yeah, he did. He regressed as a quarterback, mm-hmm. he regressed as a leader. Yes. And once he regressed as a leader, naturally, these injuries start happening. Receivers. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Never really had a, a plethora of receivers. Right. Had some yeah. good guys. I mean, Deshaun you, you can't really... Run. Yeah, but, but my thing with that, yeah, good guy. Yeah, Zach Ertz. But here's my thing: that. Zach Ertz was his favorite target. Yeah, exactly. Let me just say this though: all tight ends yeah. are young quarterbacks', quarterbacks favorites. favorites. Yeah. Yeah. But let me just They're say this though, too. and I'm gonna play devil's advocate again. Frank just mentioned his receivers, and we know the receivers were what they were. Yeah. But, but this was year five, yeah. arguably the worst year of his career. Yeah, it was year three. In year four, mm-hmm. he willed the team to the playoffs. He did. With that he did. very similar receiver situations like he had okay. right. this great year. Point, great point, great point. Okay. Yeah. And again, you did mention, what's up, Rock? You did mention that there was a, a, a major, major issue with the offensive line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but when those changes were made, you had practices with these dudes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, this is where I say he made mistakes that he should not have been making as <laughs> Frank, my, my man Chuck said he was about to say that. Absolutely, Chuck. Mm-hmm. So, you can't, you can kind of take the receiver issue out of the equation, yeah, if you will. Throw the ball away. Because 
there are quarterbacks in the league that adjust. And they always go to that thing like the media or mainstream media likes to say, he threw his receiver open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were things that he could have done. And, I mean, there were some drops. Yeah. There was a lot of drops with the inexperienced receivers. I get that. But as a quarterback, like Baldy said, this is where your leadership comes into play. It does. Which, to the naked eye, was not there for the fan base of Philadelphia. That leadership it was not there. And it just went south, and it just kept going south, and then it turned into the snowball, and that was it. But again, yeah. year three, year four, he willed the team to the division title mm-hmm. and got into the playoffs. Wow. Again, had, this year, yeah, and you had, as bad as the division was, terrible. the Philadelphia Eagles ended wow. up with Stan, Stan Groovy Law. Thanks, man. Wins. Four or five wins, but they were still not out of the playoff picture Terrible. until week 16. Yeah, really 17 almost. This team, dog, and I'm going to look at it, I'm going to look at it on, from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. This team, this city, got a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when the, this city got that Super Bowl, Eagles fans was already arrogant before the bowl, before Absolutely. the chip, bro. Yeah. Before the, like, no doubt. Before the Eagles even won anything. You I know I'm a no Niners doubt. fan. Yeah. You know I've argued with Eagles fans since I was eight. Mm-hmm. It, it, it has not changed. When the Eagles won, the first thing, and Dino, you know, the first thing I said was, I can't even talk trash about it no more. They done got a chip. Yep. Everybody in that division got right? a chip now. Yeah. Now, at least one. These same fans, now they got this chip. Mm-hmm. It's an expectation of this dude it's, it's, yeah. that I don't think it's he like, was ready for. It's man. like you just said. Right it's like now. you said. 2017, he, right. he was here. Had a little slippage. Right. Won that Super Bowl. So in the fans' lives, in the fans' eyes, that game. barometer, Expectations that barometer was there. Mm-hmm. And it just did not match. Um... Chuck, he said, Baldy, he said, what I you said, saying, I no, Baldy? I don't want no trouble, Chuck. He said he don't want no trouble. All right, so Frank, just, just so you know, Chuck, I, I, I've been willing this out. I've been strong. Right. I've been strong holding it down for us because I got two 49ers fans in here right. with me. Listen, Eagles Nation, we be but I want the Eagles Nation to know that I have been a hater of y'all. Oh my life! See that? I, that's oh why. That's why he fits so well here, keeping it a hundred. But at the same time, <laughs> he, said, he uh-huh. said, "You about to get it, bro." <laughs> but at the same time, uh-huh. and and each each person knows me. At the same time, uh-huh. I'm able to criticize my Absolutely. team the same way I can criticize anybody else. Yeah. Robert Scales, what's going on, homie? The thing about me arguing with a lot of Eagles fans is I live in Philly and I know their history. Mm-hmm. So in order for me to argue with you, you gotta know I got to have gotta some ammunition something. Yeah. in the gun. You got some True. I can't just be, well, y'all garbage. No, yeah. I can explain True. to you why y'all right. may be struggling. Any fan, really. Right. Vice versa. Mm-hmm. But it has, you have to be objective enough to understand how good your team is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or, or is the barometer too high for a team that, that lost a lot of people due to injury? Mm-hmm. That had to awesome. supplement second and third string guys to to block for a guy that was just coming off injury. Right. COVID. And it just got kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. It got out of hand. And the Eagles 
were lucky mm -hmm. that yeah. they were in the NFC East. Say it because yeah. let it have been in the West. The Niners couldn't get in there without any other, Let them have been in any other division. Yeah, like true, we mentioned, true. we and said it was going to be. Yeah, we yeah. said it could, it could have been a possibility of a team going eight and eight, right. mm -hmm. and hosting a home like hosting like the end, like the season it ended up right. being. Right. So back in the day, the Washington football team was what nine and seven. Yeah, man. Yeah, that line. They and so they and they hosted. What we said they need to change that. Way. They hosted. And eleven and what was Tampa Bay eleven and five, and they had to ho they hosted an eleven and five team. Like we said, that needs to be tweaked some kind of way. You know, it needs to be tweaked some kind of way. So, with that being said, we move on to the other side of the fence. You ready, Chuck? Howie Roseman. In my opinion, should have been fired. If not him and Doug, he should have been fired. It shows the situation shows the situation shows more prominently the last three years. It shows more prominently the last three years because well, you got the Super Bowl, but. We all know it's hard to get there once. It's hard to win it. And it is super hard to repeat. To repeat. Because you know we know that. We know the extra We know that. But But you look at the makeup of the roster. Like Baldy just mentioned. Offensive line was down to second, third string players. But these players were picked by management. Mm -hmm. The receivers, just this year alone, you give the fans the story mm -hmm. that you get Jalen Rager, you got some speed, you put speed around Carson Wentz. Okay, mm -hmm. sounds good. And it's always the thing with the draft picks in every sport. Right. If they are able to perform. Yes. But the problem is, it's a draft pick. But you look at how receivers that were there for the taking, mainly Justin Jefferson, who set all kinds of rookie records. And he played for, uh, who did Justin Jefferson? What team was he on? Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Good. And he played with a quarterback Jefferson. named Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Oh, my God, he's terrible. NFC East and the Eagles fans are very familiar with Kirk Cousins. <laughs> so, ideally, when you look at it, things on paper, mm -hmm. Jalen Rager played with a better quarterback, arguably. Right. On paper. Right. But he set all kinds of rookie records. Mm -hmm. Chuck, my guy, he says, oh, whose man. fault was that? He said, I understand they did what they did. I understand they did what they needed to, to do to get the Super Bowl win. But you can't keep drafting the same way you have been. Absolutely, Chuck. You know so, again, I, I say. Yeah. Uh -uh. It goes back to what we said before. 
they're drafting guys. Mm-hmm. They're drafting position players, and they're not drafting football players. Right. 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 And that's what and that's what changes. Mm-hmm. The league mm-hmm. has become uh, specific right. to position, okay. than opposed to. Mm-hmm. We just need to get the best football athlete, player, right? The best Definitely. Chuck says that changes yeah. everything. Chuck right. says, "Preach, preach." We can't get any better with how we at the helm. He shouldn't be in charge of the draft. I agree, and I've said this a few times before. You need to get the player. Normally, and I'm not saying that I'm a Howie fan, but normally or usually, he's good with the money. Oh, yeah, he's good with the money, yeah, the numbers. He know how to save it. But as far, <laughs> but as far <laughs> as we've seen this before. Yes, but as far as mm-hmm. selecting the talent, trash. When the draft comes around, he should be in that little bar, in that little room <laughs> that Chip put him in with the empty beer kegs when the draft <laughs> comes around. That's where he should be. Yeah. Because there's no way, and I understand Jalen Rager. What he did, and it's the same situation that tra- didn't translate to the pros. Mm-hmm. Jalen Rager had the season he had to get him as high as he was on the draft, right. playing with what he played at three with three different quarterbacks. I think mm-hmm. the year, right? Okay, looks good, but you know, you got Jason Peters, who should not be playing football anymore. He should retire. He's a Hall of Famer. Okay, the the mainstay and the anchor of that offensive line was Jason Center. Kelsey. Center. He close said, second. Know, he was the only one to stay Close right second, barring injuries, Lane Johnson. Yeah, Lane, you came back. Okay. What do you say? And Anthony Kelsey. Cuz. Said, I yeah. feel you. I feel you on that. I feel you on the players. Mm-hmm. But the scheme also plays a part because athlete versus scheme. Right. right. Well, that has truth to it. Mm-hmm. But the weird thing about it is when you when you get a a football player. Right. Right. You scheme your design around your player. Set That's right. Player. right. Take take uh take uh Kansas City for instance. Mm-hmm. Who's their best offensive weapon? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Everything functions around, around, around the speed of that player. Yep. So once you get this guy in motion and take him to a deep post, mm-hmm. that yeah. means everything underneath is coming because yep. you got three guys chasing him. Yeah. Yep. So the scheme yeah. functions. Off the quality of the player, the right. athleticism mm-hmm. of that player. Yeah. If um, you're not getting a top athlete, but mm-hmm. you're just getting a position. Yeah. Yeah. Eric Emmett Bennett Emmett Emmett uh, Rock Bates says Bates. he says Howie does not have an impressive resume. One Pro Bowler, the one he got rid of. How does this? How does he still have a job? Hey, listen. It's really. It's really. It's really. It's really in the hands of Jeffrey Lurie, I believe, with the loyalty that has he got pulled that has mm-hmm. gotten him into a pickle, if you will. Mm-hmm. There's no way Howie Roseman should be in the draft. And immediately, <laughs> when they lost that game and they ended up getting the sixth pick, now there's a lot of talk about them drafting the, a quarterback again, possibly. But here's the thing. There are enough veteran free agents. Mm -hmm. Um, I just saw something earlier today, one Tyrod Taylor. Who could come in and mentor Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. Even if he doesn't start, he can still be that veteran. Because the new offensive coordinator, Steichen, was with Tyrod Taylor. 
understands and knows the system. And I think this is part of what Baldy was talking about, where you right. can bring players in that fit in the scheme or that understand the scheme as opposed to bringing in a guy, a rookie, who you try to put things around. Yeah, and you're right. at ground zero. And, and you're still at ground that's zero. How you keep the foundation. Yeah. Listen, man, it, it's, and, like, it's like construction work. When you want to knock a building down, if the building's deteriorating, you want to knock the building down, mm-hmm. well, if you're saying that the foundation is still good, mm-hmm. well, you don't blow the whole building up. Right. Sure. You go in and you take parts of the top down to where it's, it's solid. Absolutely. And then you build it back up. You don't just... Mm-hmm. Implode the whole thing. Right. True. Once you start imploding the structure, the building's gonna fall. Yeah. So if you're getting rid of pieces that are structurally sound for this team, and then you're bringing in pieces, you you bringing in iron when you you should bringing in steel. It's mm-hmm. not gonna work. The building's it's not gonna, gonna work. Collapse. Absolutely. Good. And Absolutely. that's just that's the foundation and, and, of how things yeah, work. And, and I think you know what I'm saying? I think this upcoming season is, in my opinion, going to be arguably a make or break for Howie. Um, I think this may be his last hurrah. Coach, that new coach, man. He can't have a press conference right now. You know, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> wait, wait. No, that's what he said. Wait, 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 wait. Now, let me ask you something, mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, when you saw this man in that press conference. <laughs> that's a shame, right? man. <laughs> I didn't even ask you this. I never asked you. <laughs> and, and it's kind of crazy that it happened, and oh, I, I did not ask you. Uh, you hear this, Chuck? They, they about to get me. And but Chuck, I'm, I'm you scrum. Are here, so yeah, you I'm scrum. I, I got. I think I got something for it. What were, <laughs> what were your thoughts oh on how, or or his response to the questions? What were your thoughts? Okay. Oh well, okay. just to poke a little fun and again play devil's advocate, I thought like a lot of What's other people thought. What's up, Norm? Uh, and where the that, movie, where, where that, what the and the movie, Goodfellas. <laughs> And the movie Goodfellas, Tommy Jimmy two times. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so that was evident. Yeah, that was that was um, a weird interview. The one thing that I can say I was okay with it was I think there was a point when he mentioned about building players and being a teacher. Mm-hmm. I did. I can. I can respect that part, but him handling that press conference was not a good look. Especially coming to a city like this. Coming to a city like this. Okay. Now, I understand. I understand that he went. In my opinion, the safe route with selecting his staff. Mm-hmm. And I looked at that and I talked about that on the show where I mentioned that it felt like he was picking coaching staff, guys that he has worked with in the past, up, mm-hmm. guys that he is familiar with, Alexis Strong, thanks for tuning in, and guys that... <laughs> can be brutally honest, whereas he can bring something to the table mm-hmm. and I think he would have enough respect for one of those guys if they said, no, don't do it that way. Do it this way mm-hmm. and we'll all do it together. Right. And I think that's just one good point, you know, one strong point I think in him mm-hmm. where I think his comf- where it's going to make him a, a easier, a little bit easier transition to being the head coach. Right. 
Um, I also felt like he understood the responsibilities of being a head coach where he brought in an offensive coordinator and a passing game coordinator. Right. Which was something that Doug Peterson didn't do. And it took a washed-out season for Doug Peterson to realize and admit and say that he should have been or he should have someone else assist in the play calling. Mm -hmm. So I respected Sirianni for that. But all in all, not it, it was tough. It, it was tough to look at. Um, like I said, and that was the... That was the running joke with Jimmy two times <laughs> from what, Goodfellas. What, what situation you think he's gonna leave y'all to? A, well, the division is trash, so that's gonna help y'all. <laughs> well, not trash, but here's the thing. Like, it's easy, more easy like it was back in the eighties. No, it's it's, it's, it's not. Good. How many wins? Basically, real quick. How many wins do you think he's gonna do in his first season? Eight, seven, ten. Well, you gotta wait till around August. Yeah. To yeah. me, I believe you gotta, you gotta wait. wait. August. So you put a staff together. You gotta August. wait till. Yeah. You gotta wait till these guys get to work. Yeah. And you never know who they may pick up. Right. Right. So that yeah. plays a part in, like, I would never make a prediction right now. Yeah. yeah. It's real tough. It ain't March Madness. It's real yet. tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's real tough to make it. It's real but tough it's to make it. But it's hard to make but that. It's, it's going to yeah. be more easy because you know why. Now, if you want to make a blind, you want to make a blind, a blind guess. The division is easy. If I say a blind guess, yeah, seven. I may give them anywhere between six or seven, given the way that yeah. the division I could see six or seven. Right, right. Yeah. Possibly and, like, I saw the schedule. I forget. Right. I don't have a schedule with me, but I've seen, not the schedule, but I've seen the opponents. <laughs> so, I, I, if I had to make a decision, I think I would agree seven with Baldy. Go somewhere six, seven wins. Listen, man, because it's his it first is, year. Yeah. It it's his first win, year. Bro. He's bro. coming from a different conference, so yeah, different styles overall. And it's hard to win. Right. In this league, um, you saw what happened to Kansas City with their offensive line problems oh, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but the difference was, but the difference, league, the difference in, in that, that particular quarter, those two two particular quarterbacks play was mm -hmm. a little bit more athleticism right. on the Mahomes side. That toe was messed up. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, but. They had the talent. Mm -hmm. The talent was better. Mm -hmm. Even though the offensive line was what it was for Kansas City, mm -hmm. the, the skill position talent right. was a lot better. Right. They just ran into a, a team. I won't say a juggernaut. Right. They ran into a team that they had beat earlier in the season. That's a dangerous team, yeah. mm -hmm. And they made a concerted effort to take out the players that did the most damage to them earlier in the Kelsey season. We got y'all this year. Oh, you know, shit. Yeah. Yeah. You hear that, Eagle Fish? I hope you listen. Oh, so, I hope you listen. So we go out, we come, we go out there, They y'all come here. So we are... But it's not it's not the schedule. Those are just the opponents, right? Those the schedule. The opponents. We go, we okay. go there. I think we go so, so the schedule the schedule's not up yet. Yeah. We're more than likely so we'll probably... Yeah, more than likely we'll probably go out there because of our record. Because I... Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna run down the, the opponents. Oh, we get y'all work. So one, y'all, y'all got the. Hopefully, y'all have a quarterback. Y'all got the <laughs> NFC South yeah, this year, mm -hmm. and I think on just us in our division. So y'all got the NFC South: Atlanta, Carolina, Dallas, so Denver, cool. Detroit, Giants, uh -huh. mm -hmm. uh, Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. oh, 
Washington, naturally. Yeah, and I know we go to Vegas. Uh, New Orleans, Tampa mm-hmm. Bay, Kansas City, mm-hmm. Chargers. Yeah. I play Kansas City there? So, you, yeah. got, so, you know, when you look at the type of teams, now if I had to break down Who the type of teams that, you, that you, you're playing. Yeah, because you figure they can get. I'm looking get, at Carolina. I think y'all can beat Carolina. Yeah. I'm I think at we can Atlanta. get. I think we can get two to three wins. I think we can get two to three wins in the division. I think so too. I think because we're uncertain. Split. Yeah, because we're uncertain of the situation with the y'all. with the Cowboys and their right. quarterback situation. Right. Uh, Giants. Washington y'all. just won the division by default. The Giants. The Giants are still growing. They're getting better. But I think that's a team that we could split with. You know. So yeah, I think we could get two. Two, maybe three wins yeah, in the division. Baldy said Carolina. I didn't say – I said it's possible. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you y'all going to sweep the Giants. Y'all own them for like last um, six, seven years. <laughs> but – Cowgirls. It, it's tough. Emmett said – Emmett said they won't see more than five wins. They won more than five wins in the next two years. <laughs> so y'all been picking third, third and third? Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you, my man Emmett, man, Emmett graduated the year before me in 92. But he – do I know he him? was vicious. Emmett Bates, you know Emmett. Emmett, Emmett was so, so a lineman. He's a, a vicious. So he a, he's a who? What fan is so he? So he knows. He knows. He watches the line like mm-hmm. a hawk. Right. You know what I mean? Like I can I can listen to this dude talk about because because of the boat. Mm-hmm. Because okay. of the coach that we had in high school. You know, he That's played important. in the NFL and all right. that. So mm-hmm. he taught those guys. Right. And mm-hmm. their eyesight for things on that line is, is far beyond what I see. Right. I can right. see some stuff, but they... They understand mm-hmm. the footwork and all that stuff a little better than me. So, you know, when I yeah. he be talking his talk, Definitely. you know what I mean? I believe, mm-hmm. I, I, hey, Emmett, if I, my memory served me correct, I think you a Giants fan. I could be wrong. Uh, I could be wrong, but yeah. I think Emmett a Giants so, fan. Yeah, so, we're going to get ready to wrap this Eagles situation up. So, again, I am one that's in agreement with the article that said uh, right Howie Roseman is a major part of the problem Mm -hmm. and as of right now i'm a little idle Mm -hmm. because i'm waiting to see what happens with the draft right you're picking what um they have the number six pick overall in the first round and they got some other picks but that that there is the kicker and taking another quarterback what does that say to jalen hurts it says they're way too sure on you. No, what it is is competition. Earth. It's not competition. It's exactly, it's exactly what Baldy just said. We're true. not sure. I want Earth. True. That We're means he has to earn it. But then it's that like goes. Life, it, it's not so. I don't think it's that. That's a good point, Frank. But I don't think it's so much that I kind of agree with Baldy. Right. Where it's the point where they're saying we not a hundred percent sure on you. Right. <laughs> and what's the NFL stand for? Not for long. Right? That's right. So but you have to earn it. I but, earn it. Don't be. Don't get all I mean, up. yeah, everybody has to football, earn it, right? but yeah. the thing is, you drafted a quarterback mm-hmm. in the second round in the previous draft, the Aaron Rodgers, the Aaron Rodgers and then you draft a quarterback, say per se, in this round, right. in this draft. It, it, it leads me to believe, and it leads me to say that you're uncertain of how you want to go as far as with your scheme and with your quarterback situation. I mean, that's how I'm looking at. That that's the way I look at it. Yeah, and, and well. I know, I know you're an Eagles fan. So again, I agree with a lot of people uh, that Howie Roseman is the prom, prom, part of the major part of the problem. Mm-hmm. He definitely should not be majorly involved, majorly in charge 
of the drafting of players. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens with that number one pick. Before it is go, before you break, Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who are listening, uh, we're about to we're about to be done with the football aspect. Mm-hmm. But uh, get a chance, read up on Kellen Winslow Jr. He just caught the plate. Wow, fourteen years. Wow, mm-hmm. for rape of a homeless woman and two other women. Wow, amazing, uh, unbelievable. And Vincent Jackson, yeah, who passed away. Passed away, yeah. right. Uh, again, they have not. What was the reason why? They, they, it's still not it's announced what the reason was. The people in the hotel. Yeah. Lady came in. It looked mm-hmm. like he was sleeping on the couch. She left. Came right. back later. He was he's still, still in the same, same position. position. Yeah, I know what's she up. called the cops, and he come to find out. Autopsy show he had been gone three days prior to that. Wow. That. So, but I just wanted to throw that out there before Absolutely. we, you know, slide off. Yes, sir. Oh, and, oh, and the last one. Go back and read the. Uh, the, uh, the the kid apologizing to Cam Newton. Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So, he tweeted yeah. that. He should have did it in person. Uh, he, he did it. Is it he is what he is. He did it. I, I mean, because that's the era we in now, the social media thing. But, but read it, though. He, he, he did apologize, so I give him a, a smidgen of credit there. Right. Because it's the, the apology is one of them apologies like, I'm sorry, it. but you know, yeah, man, it yeah. is what it it's is. It's like somebody mentioned to him, yeah, you should apologize to yeah. him. Yeah. So when you get so, a chance, go on there and check yeah, that. Check that. Absolutely. 6.42, 42 minutes past the 6 a.m., yes, 6 p.m. hour. The three amigos are here. Thanks for everybody that tuned in. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get into our NBA stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to talk some Sixers. Got Frank in here, so we may talk a little bit Lakers. Oh, Maybe. Man. But definitely some Sixers. Especially with the MVP with an MVP MVP candidate. And we're gonna talk we're gonna talk we're gonna talk Draymond Green. You are tuned in to Sports Web Heat 100 Radio. We'll see you on the other side in just a few seconds. Real MVP, not that flopping one. You got. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron James. You heard what you heard what boys said on. Uh, you heard what Pop said on 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 uh on Vampire Brooklyn. <laughs> are about to bring you the second half of the show, and we are going to talk some NBA stuff. Like I said, we're going to talk some Sixers, um, and we are definitely going to talk about the comments of Mr. Draymond Green, who surprisingly (laughs) to a few people Uh made some extremely valid points in his argument. So getting into it, um, all-star starters have been announced. Uh LeBron James, Kevin Durant are the captains. The pool of starters, Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Kawhi Leonard, and Nikola Jokic. Those are the pool of starters. We don't know yet. Um, Alternates or subs will be announced tomorrow. So we'll see what happens and who gets snubbed if anybody gets snubbed this year. So, we talk about the NBA, and we are here, and here's where the tables turn. Like I mentioned earlier, I was here with the 
two 49ers fans. Yes, sir. And now we got Frank here. And Frank is the sole Lakers fan in the building. How many chips we got? Today. <laughs> yeah, y'all got 17 yeah, chips. The more the money. <laughs> but let me ask you a question. Let me ask a question. No, no. I mean, this is a legit question, and I think because somebody asked me this question the other day, and since I have a Lakers fan in front of me, I feel like I can ask this question: Do you think the Lakers can repeat without AD? Even though y'all know what I'm gonna say, Kevin Durant come back and and that's a playing better defense. You know what I mean? Like, make a long story short, no. Matter of fact, hell no. Okay, but <laughs> you AD? mentioned the Nets. Yeah, the, the Nets don't. The Nets still don't scare me though. And I understand they playing better right now, but they still don't scare me. I got them going in the finals. Put it this way. Why? To answer your question. No, why you got? Now, why you got the Nets? Going back with um, the question about uh, Anthony Davis and Lakers, we we need AD. We, he he. We don't have a healthy Anthony Davis. We're not going ball. Period. Wow. LeBron, I don't care him and Tom Brady. They they're different athletes. And all he's doing good. And he's gonna have to do more. And all. No, we're not going. No, I mean we're not going. All the Cleveland Cavaliers all over. Yep. Exactly. When he for, yeah. when he was there before, I'm looking at the makeup of the team. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. It's the same thing. Because you know who's scared? Not to jump off the subject. Phoenix, they're scaring me. You yeah. talk, I don't care what you talk about. Phoenix is good. Yeah, Phoenix is good. Phoenix is putting up. Yeah. And doing the but fishing. why yeah. you got, why what do you have the Nets tell? going to the finals? AD's a problem. KD and Harden, he needs to show me something in the playoffs. Everybody know that. But yeah, Kyrie, why you got them? Do. He's a why do you have them going to the if finals? If KD comes back and they come in, and them little role players, though, it's a problem. It's a problem. Okay, and but. No basketball. Y'all what happens, no basketball better than me. What happens? When the game slows down in the playoffs, that's when KD and you got to grind. You got to grind out and play defense. Like I said, they gonna play better defense. They start off being How? the worst defense. They ever. got Steve Nash and Mike D'Antoni as an assistant coach. <laughs> they don't play defense. The, Mike D'Antoni. They've been playing recently. Two, two times the more recently. The yeah, more recently. I'll admit they've been playing a little bit better, better defense. But I'm saying if the word if. They but play you can't better say defense. if. That's true. I'm with you. I'm not arguing you with you. You gotta look at no, no. Yeah. I, I understand, yeah. but you have to look at what they're what they're doing. Right. What they're doing is we're just going to outscore you. Yeah. That's how they play. That's they, how somebody made a stat saying the last 20, mm-hmm. 30 years, and just come to y'all to give it to y'all like y'all win the argument. The last twenty years, the top ten, at least a top ten defense. They won a chip. Even with Golden State, must they were scoring points? They played defense. Right, they were able to. Yeah, yeah. that this was the team difference. Starting to learn how to play defense. Yeah. Right. Right. If they defense That's why I said. I said they were. I said they beginning to play a little bit back. better. And that team plays a little defense but and they stay healthy. Here, no here lies the other Even problem. Here lies the other problem. And this is the same thing I said mm-hmm. when all these super team, when all this super team nonsense started. Right. When LeBron James first went to Miami. Yeah, with Chris Bosh and going to play with Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. The only difference in this scenario is mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade had a ring with Shaq, and then he got another one by himself before mm-hmm. they got there. I saw them games. Okay. <laughs> True. Dwayne Wade played 
the big brother and played the biggest role in that whole situation where he deferred to LeBron. He said, it's your team here. He deferred to LeBron. Mm -hmm. But I told people when they first got together Mm -hmm. that they were not going to win it in their first year. Yeah, they got whipped. But here lies the problem. Now you've got Mm -hmm. three players on one team Mm -hmm. that have been closers where they've played prior. I'm talking about Dwayne Wade was the closer before sorry, they got sorry, there. Yeah. Chris Bosh was the closer in Toronto. Right, right. And then LeBron was the alleged closer or the stars. Let's go stars. Cleveland. Or superstars in Cleveland. Right. But it's only one ball. It's true. Everybody always says it's always It's true. only one ball. True. But it's real. It's true. You know? And this is the same thing I say with the Nets right now. What are they going to do? When the game slows down in the playoffs and they've got to grind out 14, 15 of that 24-second shot clock, four or five possessions in a row. It, and listen, and everything is about ball control because I honestly look at that team and when you look at possession-wise, you got five or six possessions where you got to defend and come back. KD and um, Kyrie can defend. Um, Harden, don't, he don't play defense. Well, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, but that's only like three people. You, the way you just right, brought up those three, three stars people. from right, those three di- right. from those two different crews, right. this three this three is a little different than right. the others. Because mm-hmm. even though Chris Bosh had Toronto, mm-hmm. he was a defender that's by right. nature. He right. was a rebounder, shot mm-hmm. blocker. Right. And they ran the offense inside out. Yeah, that was the offense. Mm-hmm. But when you take, you know, LeBron, who was already passive, he was a pass-first guy anyway. He came to lead. So <clears throat> it was okay for D-Wade to still be the guy. The flag, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was okay for him, and it was easy to do it. Mm-hmm. That first year they didn't win, that next year was when D-Wade said, listen, you gonna you gonna have to you gonna have to turn it up a notch. Got to turn it up, and they yeah. won. Yeah. Right? Turn the heat up. The difference mm-hmm. is these three dudes in Brooklyn. Yeah. They all shoot the last shot. They've all had the ball in their hand. They're all ball dominant players. And they create their own shot. Yeah. yeah. They all are ball dominant real quick, real quick players, ball. and they Hard- all all three of them always mm-hmm. got an advantage. On whoever's on him. Well, Harden, he's dishing balls off now. Well, he's... He's, he's creating more. I, I, he's honestly, showing me something. He's not the problem. Yeah, he's not the problem. I'm going to tell you he why. He has to show me something. Listen I'm going to let you talk. He has to show he me something. He leads the league in assists. I know. So he's not the problem. He's showing you that he's willing to take a hit. He was averaging 30-something last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's taking <laughs> a hit yeah. on what his game specifically normally is, is to right. pull up, shoot, pull up, shoot, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, he's going back to his days in uh, Arizona State. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Where he was a, no, college. He came off college. Where he was a. Yeah. In the early days, maybe yeah, a little bit of the early days in OKC yeah. when, he, when he played with the second unit. And what you see in this dude is defense. he is willing yeah. to defer. Right. Because he really wanted to try to win the championship. Yeah, he's, he won, he on, he's on it. The right. problem is. It's going the battle is going to be between Kyrie, Kyrie and KD. Yeah, like, and KD. like Wayne, like you said. Yeah, it's only one ball. They both, they both a dog. They, they both, both are. going. You know what? Absolutely. Could do experience coming in. They both. It could. They got rings. No, no, no. It could come in. It could come in. Hard got to show me something. It he is showing you. 
He's showing you now. Playoff Tom Harden. He has to show but, me. But listen, the oh. playoff Harden, you only know him one way. Oh, real quick. Let's say they play. You only know him one way. Now, real quick, real quick. As the number one guy. Let's say. Exactly. Outside of OKC. Let's say the Western Conference Finals, he playing against Phoenix. Game six. And one of them came out because they just heard of something. Real quick. Right. And Kyrie, just the ball to him. Uh-huh. He has to show me he can not. He can do it on the record. He has to show me he can hit a winning three. Or two in the end of game, the close. He can do that. I think he, he can, can do that. He's a scorer. Yeah, but I'm saying he has to show me in the playoffs. Though. But he, but to see, the difference that. is he not scores like, in volumes. Yeah. He's not extremely efficient. Right. Like, perfect example. We look at, just real quick, JoJo had 50 points the other night. Yeah. Right? But his efficiency was off the charts. Right. I mean, he's the only player that had this stat line. In the NBA right. since 73-74, since the 73-74 season. Now, real quick, <laughs> his stat line, he had 50 points and 17 rebounds. Mm-hmm. He also had five assists, yeah. which is pretty good for a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, field, goal, field goal shooting, mm-hmm. he was 17 of 26. Free throws, mm-hmm. free throws he, he was 15 of 17. He, shot one, he shot two threes, he was 50% on threes. Mm-hmm. Okay. He plays the other end of the floor as well. He only had two fouls. Well, he's a piece. And ended up with four blocks. You think he should be an MVP this year? Yes, ball? I think he should be MVP. You think, like, and then you look line? on the other hand, you he talk about volume scorers like James Harden. Zach Levine ended up with 30 points. But oh, from the floor, field goals, mm-hmm. he shot 9 of 28. Where the difference was, Joel Embiid only missed nine shots out of 26. We probably, hey, D, real quick, I don't want to the subject, but uh, we'll talk about some other time, but I think they're going to give it to LeBron. You know why? Because AD can't stay healthy. Can't. Can't you know give why? it to LeBron. You're going to have to do more. Oh, LeBron! You can't give it to LeBron. LeBron. You, you really can't. If you look at, no, for if you look at the resumes and the way they're playing right wow. now, mm-hmm. now, yesterday's game against Toronto, it just looked like they weren't really into it. Yeah. Or Nick Nurse just came up with a different scheme where Joel couldn't right. catch his rhythm early right. enough. Right. Okay. Right. But the stuff that he's been doing mm-hmm. up until yesterday's game, him, he's like averaging 20 points a half in the first half. Get my ball. Mm-hmm. So, the so he's, showing, he's showing his dominance. And, and I think he should be the front runner right now for the MVP. Listen, I, I look at I look at the fact that uh, LeBron's not LeBron's not even in the top ten in scoring right now. He's mm-hmm. out of the top ten in scoring. Right. Mm-hmm. So with him being out of the top ten in scoring, right. Joel and B is number two in scoring. Right. But where does he sit in rebounds? Because in rebounds, Joel and B, he's at how many per game? At twelve, uh, close to twelve. Close to twelve rebounds a game. Right. That's a lot of that's a lot of rebounds. That's a lot of rebounds for you. That's a lot of but the twelve rebounds is a lot of rebounds for you averaging thirty plus points. Thirty, eleven, and three. LeBron is averaging twenty five. He's averaging twenty five seven seven. Twenty five, eight, and seven. Do you know why? I don't think he's gonna get snubbed. You have guys. No, I hope he don't. I want, I'm a Lakers fan. I want, I want, I'm beating to get it. Don't he get me certain. wrong. What they're going to throw in the mix, too, is the fact that he where do you place yeah. in your conference, too? They've right. been using that as a barometer. But they're mm-hmm. leading the East, though. So, 
your argument and y'all second in the West. Yeah. So yeah, so y'all gotta that. drop at least three notches to me. Y'all gotta be at least fifth or sixth. Which ain't gonna happen. It it will happen if old boy stay hurt. True. Ah, uh, probably maybe third, maybe. Cause there's a lot of good teams in the West. All Phoenix, I'm saying or, is, all I'm right, saying right. is, what's happening to AD's body right now is something that can possibly be. An ongoing thing. Yeah, it's, it's, always, it's always been that A way. tweak of an ankle yeah. takes him out the game, bro. Yep. Yeah, true. That's what happened yeah. to KD. Yeah. Oh. It, yep. it felt like a calf strain because that the mm-hmm. tissue, connective yeah. tissue. Yeah. The next thing you know, it's a killer. He Remember he came back and he in the locker room doing all that. Oh, look at that. But he worked to get back, and when he got back, it's just like that. I ain't going to lie. I saw him coming. I'm not worse than that. I saw him So it's one of the things where I look at, you know, when I look at the whole ordeal of how they look at who's going to be MVP, it's kind of weird. Right. Yeah. At times, it gets kind of weird because we know for a fact. Joseph should get it, man. No, nah, we know for a fact that Kobe got snubbed two times when they gave it to uh, Absolutely. Steve Nash. I don't know what talking about. Mm-hmm. I make me mad. We already know that. Yeah. yeah. And I tell you, yeah, two straight years. Steve Nash? No, because Larry Bird got the record for three straight years. Steve Nash got it twice. Yeah, he yeah. got oh, it twice. So he didn't get the record like Larry Bird. No, 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 no. He got Bird it got it three straight. That's but, I mean... <laughs> Well deserving yeah, to some degree. Mm-hmm. That boy was you know bad. what I mean? It wasn't like he just. I mean, I hated something. Powers that be wanted him to get it anyway. Yeah. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. What we right, do right. know is what he produced on that on that court. What's up? He, had a, he had a championship caliber team. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at how 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 it could pan out. And the only reason why I would say that they wouldn't give it to him is because he misses games. Yep. That would be the reason why. That's what I would say too. They wouldn't give it to him. Yeah. If they're not That's gonna give say it to him, they're gonna say, yeah, I'll, 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 like I'll I said, in, in my opinion, I don't think the MVP of the league should end at the regular season. Right. True. Right. Through the playoffs. I think it should go and go straight through the playoffs. Yeah. Because, because there always is a chance that you'll have someone that's a contender for the MVP in the regular season right. and somehow get bumped. And not make the How playoffs. About your team is not in. That's what I say. And get bumped and right, not okay. make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. That's I why mean, they would never do that. Yeah, I but, think that there's only been there's only been one Finals MVP that didn't win the chip. Do you know who it is? Finals MVP. Finals MVP. He was, he made and the he was on a losing team. He was in the finals. He was in the finals and his team lost. Charles. No. Call. Mm-mm. Damn. Can I get one more. Three strikes you out. I give you. A, I give you a hint. In the, in the I give you. A, I give you a hint. He was a Laker. Kobe. Nah. Jerry West. Oh damn. Jerry West was the only Finals MVP that was on the a losing, losing team. team. <laughs> he had been there five or yep. six times. Wow. But he Boston, did so Boston much Boston in that man. Finals. Yeah, His numbers mm-hmm. were so crazy Boston. in that Finals. Yeah. yeah. They, they had to give it to him. Boston. Yeah. So but his team lost. One of the other things Which where don't yeah, one of the other things <laughs> where I think Joel is and will have a great shot is the Maury factor and new coaching staff uh, role in this whole situation. There has definitely been reports that Daryl Maury uh, feels like there's another addition 
that needs to be made to the team. Me and Baldy talked about this last week. And, you know, I, I say, and what a lot of other people say, um, we need that veteran traditional point guard to control some things late in games. Um, the general media is allegedly saying that that's one of the things, and they also saying that they might need a stretch four or five. So a lot of rumors have come up. Um, what's his name? Uh, Bellica, the guy from Cuz. What's going on, Darren Dewitt? Um, Bellica, the guy from um, Belica, the guy from Sacramento, is oh, supposedly yeah. on their radar. Mm -hmm. um, I've also heard, as far as the point guard position, George Hill and DeLine Wright. Uh, right now, George Hill is hurt, but I think George Hill could be a good piece to be that veteran point guard. I mean, hell, at one point, I even said Isaiah Thomas, and he's showing that with the USA team right now. Him and Iso Joe are trying to make their claim to get back into the league. Yeah, but I think the problem with this Sixers, Sixers roster now and, and the makeup or the way they say the way the NBA is set up, is a lot of teams have been asking or inquiring about pieces that are needed that have been a big part of this team's success currently. And the one thing I like about the marriage now of the new coaching staff and the front office is the fact that Doc Rivers, the head coach, and Daryl Morey have a good personal and business relationship because there are moves that or questions that Daryl Morey had about some moves, possible moves. And out of respect because of the coach and their relationship, he ran them past doc and doc has shot several of them, several of them down, which I think is a beautiful thing because you now have a coach that, knows what he has, and knows what he wants to do, knows how he wants to progress. And he has the respect of his front office where they see that, unlike the Eagles and Howie Roseman. <laughs> but I just had to throw that in there. But it, it, it's like we always say, people are, people buy in. We've seen now that the players have bought in. We, it's an understanding between coach and front office staff, which I think is great. Right. And you have improvements of your big two. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's a slow process. It's going to be a slower process with Ben. But again, like I've been saying for the last week or so, I'm liking that he's getting better from the free throw line. Right. Which I said before when people was all talking yeah. about him wanting to get the three, shoot the three and this and that. And I kept saying, oh, he needs a mid-range. Right. But if you have That's any fine. type of basketball IQ, right. you understand that him getting better at the free throw line Helps that. is repetition. So that, that, and it's going to build into him being comfortable yeah. with that, shooting yeah. that yeah. shot. Yeah. From that area. And let's not forget, man, you had that conversation where, where we were talking and I said, well, he may not be aggressive offensively because that's going to shine a light on his Defense. poor free throw shooting. Right. Oh, yeah. 
Right. Okay. But lately, he was not as right. good. But lately, he's season. been. But he's, he's been. been yeah. You know and I mean? he's been aggressive. And lately. that's just what was the other day when the when the Nets played the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Nets played the Lakers. Right. Brian shooting a. Uh, Brian was shooting this attack. Mm-hmm. Right. He missed it. Kyrie walks over today. Coach said, that's, "That's your the, best free throw that's shooter. The best free throw shooter, y'all got." Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he knows he's on the team with this dude. Kyrie Irving was eighty-nine yeah. percent free throw shooter. Yeah, because uh, we do you need a closer, um, like Jimmy. But I think right now our closer is Joel. It, it is. But I understand. But would be good. Yeah, but I understand what you mean when you say you need that closer, mm-hmm. um, because Joe attracts so much attention and he continues to do what he does but he attracts so much attention that you definitely need that definite threat on the perimeter and that's not any discredit to uh, Seth or Danny Green it's no discredit to them because I love what both of them are doing but I understand what you mean because when you say that uh it's going to be hard, but it's going to have to be the right move for the right price, as we like to say. And I think there's a, a universal or a mutual understanding between Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers that we definitely know what we want, but we definitely have to prioritize the cost. Mm-hmm. Hey, no doubt. My wife, real quick, my wife said, and B was the MVP. He got seventy free throws, three points away from Jordan. <laughs> he is the next goat of basketball. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, he's he's, he's showing it. Yeah. He's like, showing it. Well, he's oh, showing boom, it. Sheena. He's showing <laughs> it, and he's leading by example. Where he now has players on his team, his teammates, like Tobias Harris, is saying, you, you "I'm going to tell my kids one night? day that I played with Joel Embiid, who's the best." No, not every night. You think he can? I think he could, yeah, yeah. but Listen, it, man, the way to make up. That's new easy man. That's new easy man. This is why Tobias Harris got the money that he got. She loved Tobias. Let, let's do <laughs> let's do easy man. Tobias Harris averages twenty right now. Mm-hmm. I thought it was more than twenty. No, it's averages just 20. twenty. Okay, that's good. Averages twenty points, right? Mm-hmm. Four quarters, right? Five, 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 five. Yeah. Five points a quarter. Yeah. You got 20 at the end of the game. So that's two layups and possibly going to the free throw line, making one and missing one. True. Right? Right. Basically, three possessions. If I can give you three possessions and I score, I'm in the 20 to 24 point range. Right. Right? Right. If I can get you six points a quarter, I get you 24. Right. I get you five points a quarter, I get you 20. Right. This is what I can give you. Mm Mm-hmm. To be aggressive as Joel Embiid is, right. you, he can get eight, nine a quarter. Right. It's clear he's doing He's giving you 20 and a half. Right. But the type of pressure that he puts on a defense mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. doesn't allow him to right. get specific shots off because once right. that double team right. comes... He's Next already seen yeah, it. Yeah. He's doing a yeah. way better job of mm-hmm. passing out that double team. I know his yeah. double, his triple double. But well, normally he would try yeah. to force his way through yeah. that double team and turn the ball. Yeah. The defense well, different. that's you know also man? another reason, or another reason in that. What Baldy just said, just to piggyback, is part of the reason why he's facing up right. a lot of times during games. Just so he can see it. He's going. He's seeing his double team. Not so much the double team. He's reading the defense. He's, he's seeing everything. Yeah, like LeBron be doing. 
So if you notice, there are times, there are moments in games where he'll catch the ball almost at the three-point line. Yeah, he did. But it's not an immediate shot as if Brett Brown was the coach. He's surveying. The whole court. And then he might even, at times he's saying, look, move. Then they bring the ball. But when he makes his move, it's not always, I'm just going to dribble off you and shoot that when he can shoot it. He goes and he turns his back. But he turns his back and gets into the post. Yeah, yeah, true. And That's what I wanted to do. He's reading a lot more because yeah. sometimes it leads him into that turnaround jump shot. He can shoot that foul line extended. Or he's skilled enough at seven foot where he can use his dribble mm-hmm. and get into his shot. Whether it be whether it be a mid range or whether it be going completely to the rack. Right. And laying it off yeah. and getting fouled. And, and understand yeah. what he we mean. You don't want to. You don't want to assume that people understand the details. Yeah, because oh, you don't want to assume hear you. the details mm-hmm. that what what D just said that right. they understand that. Right. Understand what face up means. I can be in a post. Right. 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 Face up means I'm in the post. The defender's on my hip. Right. And when I get the ball, right. I now do this. I'm he, now facing he does that. He does that. the yeah. court. Yeah, true. So now I got an opportunity to either go here, here, give you a shoulder fake mm-hmm. here, or see where the defense right. is shifting. Yeah. yeah. Skip pass right. over top. I got a three point shoot over mm-hmm. here. If that defense does like this, yeah. if that defense gives me a lane, which right. is what we call the, the the flashlight lane, how a flashlight mm-hmm. does like this. Right, right, right. If that gives me a flashlight lane true. and I see this shooter. Right. I'm able to get that ball there. Once that defense moves, there's another shooter in the corner. Bang, bang. Yeah. It's a bang, bang play. Back yeah. Now as, now I'm on the opposite course, side, yeah. right? right? This shooter's going to shoot. I'm now cutting in. Right. The backside rebound. Yes, sir. He's a backside rebounder. He's 7'2", mm-hmm. two, yeah. 297-something pounds. Yeah. Nine and times out of ten, he's yeah. going to get the rebound. He gets an easy yeah. and one or a foul. He do get and the so scariest, that's the shifting yeah. of, of and, and the game plan. The other that scary, works for us. the other scary part is when he does that reverse pivot and faces up. Right. He's a threat to shoot it, it on the face up, right. and he's also a threat at seven foot three. with enough handle to, to get completely to the to rim, get, oh, yeah, yeah, rim he to or to dribble wants, into yeah. whatever shot he wants. Right, right. That's and, the reason. And the weirdest part about this dude is, is his touch around the basket. Yep. So he literally. Like I came. You think it's like I came? And that's and that's who he's reminiscing of. Why you think I like him? Well, but he's a he's a more he's a more broader. Yeah. Hakeem Olajuwon, but the footwork. It's a soccer guy just very similar. Soccer guy just yeah. like him. Look at look, look at how yeah. stat The only when it comes to yeah. man. The only difference The only difference between him and the dream right now, I would say, is his face up ability. Yeah. Yeah. And it's no discredit to the dream. The but nice. the dream never had had the full offensive skill set to face up from 12 to 13 foot and dribble and dribble but listen hear me there's a saying and dribble into right and then dribble into any shot that he won but it's no it's no discredit there's no disrespect and there's no discredit it's because that the way that and this is why i say you can't like when guys try to it's the way it's the way the game has changed 
compare young guys to old guys. Yeah. You can't take young guys and try to put them, them back in. in this era. Right. You, you can't, can't go backwards. We should talk about that on our show. No, but honestly, yeah. you can't go you backwards. You can't do it. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the evolution yeah. of the game, the Walk evolution back. of how guys worked out, the evolution of yeah, the big man in terms of how they how yeah. they taught big men how to play right. is totally different. different. Right. But you can take a person in this era uh-huh. and teach them. who were not taught a lot of that stuff but inherit that stuff in their game, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. made them special, and put them in this era. Like, put Hakeem Olajuwon in this era. Oh, he'd kill it. He'd Murder. do the same thing he was doing in the last era. Murder. More. It'll be even worse because the physicality is lighter. Yep. He, like, he was like, already an 80 like percent free throw mm-hmm. shooter. Yep. So, yeah. it, I mean, you can't you can't go backwards. You can't, can't go, go back backwards. to the future. Can't right. do the back. That was my, that was my movie. So, but what we can do is stay in the in the lines of in the lines of how the game has evolved, mm-hmm. evolved. Yeah. and which guys can you look at in in our era mm-hmm. and say, yo, they was ahead of their time. They can play now. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And normally it's the big men because the big men are obsolete now. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You can take all the big men and put them in this era. Wow. Because you look at the big men that's everywhere. Look at him now. Yeah. You got two, three guys on him. Hey, hey, look at him now. Kill him. He'll probably kill him. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah, Zion, we, I just had a conversation with my man. We were saying, who does, who does Zion Williamson remind you of? Charles mm-hmm. Barkley. And I said, he could remind you of Charles Barkley because of his size and his athleticism. And the way he jumps. But more so in Sean terms King. of... Chuck. What he's really doing, he's more like a Sean Kemp type type yeah. of guy. Bigger Sean. Sean yeah. Kemp was tall. But Sean Kemp was six ten. He's yeah. more athletic. He's more athletic than yeah. Sean this Kemp. This dude's like a, he's weird. But it, 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 like, the but athleticism see, is ridiculous right. between the both of them. Right. You know why he lost weight? And see, the weight. other thing with him is, and I say, mm-hmm. and I say this with Zion, and it's no no disrespect. Stay healthy is all. But the difference is going to be again if healthy. they make the playoff. Help. When the game, not his health, when the game slows down. Oh, what are you going to do? And you got to grind it out mm-hmm. against these defenses. That half court, that half with, court is definitely. With, the, with so much switching that goes on in the NBA yeah. right now, yeah. he may start out on maybe like a Tobias Harris if they play in the Sixers, then look up on a switch. You got to so, look up and it's JoJo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Or you look up and it's a Seth Curry. Seth Curry problem. Or a Ben Simmons. He's gonna be the king, Seth Curry, and, or it's a Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. and not taking nothing away from his athleticism, mm-hmm. but Ben is six ten, right? He can jump quicker, yeah. and he's agile, and he's agile, defense, and he, he likes to play defense, and he likes to yeah. play defense. So, that being said, we have a unanimous conversation here, and we talk all. We all feel like JoJo he's should be the MVP. So, we are going to move along into the one topic that we. Brought to you guys that we felt, uh, myself and Baldy felt was definitely a must. And in this topic, the focal point of this topic, I believe, was hitting on all cylinders in his comments. Um, if you do not know what I'm referring to, I'm referring to press conference and the comments of Leslie Cuff. Thanks for tuning in. I am. Uh, referring to the comments of one Draymond Green. In my opinion, of uh, the few people that I've talked to about this article, a lot of people have now gained a new respect or have different opinions of Draymond Green. 
right now. So put it all in a nutshell. He basically went on a rant, if you will, and this is what they were calling it. And they're only calling that because he called the NBA out on their stuff. Referring to a game that they played against the Cleveland Cavaliers. And he mentioned the fact that he saw Andre Drummond out on the court in warm-ups. When the game started, Andre Drummond was in street clothes and on the bench due to the fact that the reports and rumors are out that the Cleveland Cavaliers may want to part ways with him. Uh, Basically, what Draymond Green said, and it's the comparison that we had, talk we had way back when Jason, Dr. Jason Carthen was here. Mm-hmm. And he said they were going to protect the house. And he changed. He's a, he basically feels like the narrative needs to be changed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of his points were in regards to how the players in the NBA are being treated. Um, he mentioned even himself in the mode where he said he talked about himself mentioning something about in reference to uh, Devin Booker at the time when the Suns were not very good, that he should leave that team and have a chance to excel and progress his career. He was fine for that comment. He turned around and he said, but on the flip side, an NBA team can come out and say, oh, we're going to trade this player and he's not going to play until we facilitate or we find a move for him. So Draymond, in my opinion, was hitting the nail right on the head. Um, He also added in the fact that he talked about James Harden Mm -hmm. wanting a trade. Um, He essentially dogged it, he said. And let me say, I quote, because when James Harden asked for a trade and essentially dogged it, no one's going to fight back fight back that James James was dogging it his last days in Houston. But he was castrated for wanting to go to a different team. Everybody destroyed that man. And yet a team can say can come out and say, Oh, we want to trade a guy and then that guy has to go sit and if he doesn't stay professional, then he's a cancer. And he's not good in someone's locker room. And he's the issue. End quote. I saw that interview. Well, you know, Charles Barkley had his spin on what was being said too about. Of course, him. you know Chuck does. He was of course. What he so apparently, he's referring to the Warriors currently occupying the eighth finals, you know, eighth seed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he explained that they're trying to protect their asset. They're going to trade him. He's going to Draymond. No, he's oh. talking about oh. Andre, uh, Andre Drummond. Oh, Drummond. Okay, okay. And he said they're going. They're they're doing what's best for them. Mm-hmm. If he gets hurt, mm-hmm. you don't want a guy making thirty dollars a year on your cap for the next two years. Wow, mm-hmm. right. which makes sense. Yeah. You know, it makes perfect sense business wise. I understand from a player's perspective. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you can't find me when I'm saying I'm saying what you're doing. Right. That's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. The only difference is. I'm looking out for my brother as a player. Yeah. Right. So these the establishment, we're the players. Yo, if I was you, I I listen, I get out of here. Actually, Devin doing somebody said you get doing mm-hmm. I get out of there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because this is how players talk amongst each other. Right. Absolutely. Listen, man, you might want to get up out of there, man. You're terrible the over there. Mm-hmm. Okay, well you get fined. Right. I get fined for telling you 
you should find you should find some solace somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. You I'm can have a healthier career. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then the league, the teams, find players for saying it's it's just a breach. Exactly. Yep. You know what I mean? Right. And, and the reality is. As we always say, the house is going to protect the house. Yep. Absolutely. Naturally. It's house. <laughs> but, they, I mean, there's going to be some sort of conversation when 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 the Players Association and the league get around to having the same conversation oh, yeah. about that. Because, no doubt. God, like you said, it, it does something to a guy mentally. <laughs> he says mentally when you come out and you see him warming up, Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, game about mm-hmm. start, he in street clothes. Yeah. Like, wow. what does that do to a player right. mentally? Absolutely. He mentioned, you know yeah, he mentioned, mad, he mentioned how people kind of sort of wanted to rip into Kyrie when wow. he mentioned his mm-hmm. mental status. Mm-hmm. He also mentioned the fact that at one point or in one time in his career, uh, DeMarcus Cousins found out he was traded in a Social interview. Media. Oh, he was in an interview after an All Star game. Oh yeah, and he found out he was traded. Mm-hmm. Um, he said it happened. Yeah, he happened to Harrison Barnes, where Harrison Barnes was in uniform on the bench, was traded, and pulled off that bench. That's embarrassing. Hey, it happened to Theo Ratliff. Happened to Theo Ratliff the, the Theo night Ratliff. that we traded him. Mm-hmm. To get Matumbo, and they were yeah. literally sitting down eating. Yep. And it came, it popped up on the TV of the restaurant the that they were at. The mm-hmm. That's kind of but, crazy. But the point is, but what kind of communication right. is that? And that's <laughs> what I think. That's what I think Draymond was getting at. And that's exactly where it's an under. But but it's a difference. It has to be some kind of meeting point or some yeah. kind of understanding because yeah. these guys talk. These players talk. Like social media now too. Not even so much social media. These dudes talk. Right, exactly. You know, listen. There was a and and if you're a good reporter, you get it. There was a leak story. I don't know if any of y'all saw this, mm-hmm. but there was a leak story after the Chicago Bulls game. Was Zach, Zach was talking to Joel Embiid? Somebody mm-hmm. got close enough wow. and reported it where. Joel said, yeah, allegedly said to here. Zach, yo, listen, you need to talk to your agent. We could use you here. But if that gets out to the media, to the mainstream, Joel's going to be fined. Um, Leslie Cuff says, she says, I think that's a dumb fine because they're friends on and off the court. Yes, I agree. They should be able to give each other honest advice without being penalized. Absolutely. But, but let's look at it. And I'm glad Leslie said that. But let's look at it from from us being stockbrokers. Mm-hmm. As a stockbroker, I can't divulge information to you that's going right. to allow you to buy stocks at a lower end right. and be able to trade them at a higher end. That's inside mm-hmm. trading. So that's how they look at yeah. players conversing Absolutely. about leaving a right. firm or right. leaving a team. Right. This is I'm inside right. trading. Right. Right. Now I get why they do it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I get why they do but, it, yeah. but they don't make it right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like she also said. She says they talk exactly. Their friends on and off the court. They should be able to. Yeah, but the problem LeBron, with that situation becomes the business side. Like we said, they want to protect the house. The plantation. Now, one more time, devil's advocate. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I just brought up the <laughs> situation with Joel and Zach. Okay? Let's just say, by some freaky chance, something happens. And something gets worked out and Zach Levine ends up on the Sixers. Oh, my Lord. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, folks, that they should trade for him oh, and do that now. Things. I'm just saying, devil's advocate again, what if that was to happen? Not so much they would be a problem. It's going to be a fine. It's, it's going to be a fine because that one move, it was mentioned. that one move as far as the NBA is concerned and business-wise will totally change the landscape of the Chicago Bulls. Now, mind you, let's not forget that D-Wade, Carmelo Anthony, not Chris Bosh, LeBron James, yeah. during the Olympics, yeah. talk yeah. about yeah, Playing together. up and being on a team together. Yeah. And, we talked about that and see, time. But see, the other problem wasn't yeah. doing an NBA basketball, NBA basketball game. Camilla, that's why. I know the story. Camilla Anthony was able to take us some kind of money. That's why well, he wanted yeah, to well, be signing, yeah, with, he'll be signing with the Knicks. Yeah, but see, bread. the other part to that situation that's I said with the problem. Bulls is, and right. as far as the NBA is concerned, they're a major market for the NBA. And like I said, with that kind of move being made, it's going to change the entire landscape of the Chicago Bulls. Oh, exactly, absolutely. So at some point, the building up. at that <laughs> point, it's going to at that point it's going to make a shift in the landscape of the NBA. But Draymond's point is, if the players say that, it's a problem. Right. But the front office from Chicago can say, "Look, we want to talk to y'all about moving Zach," or. They could come right out and say, like they, like, like I just made in the opening comment, opening the news. The the Houston Rockets put out, we're we're soon, we're eventually going to part ways with Demarcus Cousins, because when Christian Wood comes back, we want to play younger and smaller. But as we see, nothing has happened. If that had been Demarcus Cousins saying. I'm not working out right here. I'm going yep. yeah. to sit out until we make a move. Same thing happened in Detroit. Right. Detroit put out that Blake Griffin is no longer in their game planning mm-hmm. until they facilitate a move for him. If Blake Griffin in turn says, well, it's not going how I planned it was going to go here. I'm not liking it. Right. I'm not going to suit up and play until y'all move me. That's right. a problem. It'll be a problem. Yeah. He always getting hurt too. <laughs> he is gonna get fined. Mm-hmm. Depending on how long it takes, mm-hmm. he's gonna be forced to play. Right. right. And again, I hate to do this. I hate to do this. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a plantation based environment. Absolutely. Right. You are the product. Yep, like You're the, the product. Like the and just like mm-hmm. a plantation, mm-hmm. I purchase you for an amount. I expect this right. amount of work out of you. And at any given time, I can trade this buck negro yeah. for three chickens over here. Yep. I can trade this young negro. Right. And you give me a younger negro. True. Mm-hmm. Or you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and put this negro out of, out of commission. Mm-hmm. And that's I hate to put it in that in that fashion because yeah, again, good, very very good these, analogy. These dudes, yeah. literally, they, they get great paid. Analogy. Yeah. So there's a big difference. True. They get paid. Right. Yeah. The so, only difference is 
yeah. on the plantation, you right. didn't. Yeah. So this is the other point. But, but its likeness to it right. is amazing because you see it. You right. understand how these and owners do dictate yeah. what you can say. You better yeah. not, boy, you better not know how to read. Right. I kill you. And just <laughs> just to piggyback what Baldy just brought you know up. Right. And to piggyback what Baldy, the point Baldy brought up, mm-hmm. um, Draymond Green goes further and he said, says, I quote, at some point as players, we need to be treated with the same respect and have the same rights mm-hmm. that the team can have. True. I agree. As a player, mm-hmm. you're the worst person in the world when you want a different situation. Mm-hmm. But a team can say they're trading you and that man is to stay in shape, stay professional, mm-hmm. and if not, his career is on the line. Right. And be prepared. At some point, this league has to protect players from embarrassment like that, end quote. And, and it's kind of crazy that they don't see it that way. Because like you said, like he said, you, you, there's an expectation on you even mm-hmm. after you said something derogatory right. about me. It's I got to remain yeah. professional. You're not professional and you're delivered. That's right. So how am I supposed to remain professional mm-hmm. when you had me warming up? I'm yeah. ready to rock and roll. I'm ready then to play. we go back into the locker room. Oh, you're you not playing. Oh, uh, you know what? Just, yeah, you know. just go yeah, ahead just, and put just your street clothes put your on. Goes on. You're not We're going to say it's a team decision. Mm-hmm. It's a business. It's, it's a, a business. team's decision. It's like the NFL. Yeah, but it's a bad business. Yeah. It's bad business. Well, you, do, you think the NFL is something But But the question like is, that? who do they care? Right, that's the, the biggest question. Care. They don't, they don't care. care. They control the dollars. Exactly. Right, so they're controlling the narrative. The narrative has to be changed. It definitely has to be changed. I mean, all teams don't do... A lot of teams... Teams, a lot of teams don't do it that way. Harold Katz was one of them dudes. He did it that way. You like Harold Katz? No, he did it he that way. He did it way. that way. That way, like, he's out of here. He traded Maurice Cheeks. Got rid of Moses Malone. Oh. Got Jeff Rulin. Mm-hmm. Like, he did all his old goofy and stuff. Then, he played five And games. then turned around and sold the team for cash money. Yeah. And got the cash. He did the same thing with the hockey team, too. And well, got the cash. Oh, 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 it's not. I'm sorry. But, but you got to understand, got there's cash. a process with that much money involved in no that big, that they, kind of business, well, they, there's a process. Arrogant, there's no way. Arrogant, there's no way that team should have been sold for a straight up briefcase full of cash. No, these owners are arrogant, man. Y'all know that. Well, I mean, you got to remember too. At the end of the day, I bought this team. For this money. is my brand. Yeah. You're not and coming right? telling me what how you going to work. They have the upper hand. Jerry Jones, not to jump at the See, Gabriel that's Jerry why, Jones, you know that's why back in the day when players got disgruntled and hinted towards wanting to be in a different situation, mm-hmm. let's just say you're on a decent team or a winning team, they always got traded to a to bad a team. team. Or a coach like Jimmy Johnson. They always got traded to a bad team. Right. Always. You know why? I want them in this country. Because they, con- not even that, because they control the narrative. You want to leave here? We're going to make your life a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's what they, and that's what they did. I don't know yeah. why you did yeah. the story but, about how playing my football, mm-hmm. how players these days pick and choose where they were going. LeBron well, I was just about to say Back that. in the day, Charles Barkley and them couldn't well, do that. Well, wait, wait, wait. That's a difference. I, I was just about to it's say a difference in the player mentality now. It's funny you brought that up. Right. Because what happens is, in 1987... Mm. I want to say 87 or 87. Mm-hmm. Tom Chambers became mm. the first unrestricted free agent under the new collective bargaining agreement. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So that changed 
everything. Right. Because now you, mm-hmm. once you became unrestricted, you was free to go where you wanted to go. Yeah. That's right. how Tom right. Chambers yeah. ended up right. in Phoenix. Yeah, right. yep. And then Charles Barkley comes around late, eight, what, 1991, mm-hmm. 92, yeah. 91? Yeah. No, no, 91, 92. Yeah. He went to Houston. Was it Houston? No, no. No, he went to Phoenix. Then but he forced the trade. Right. And in his contract, his contract stipulated he was not being traded to a losing team. Right. Mm-hmm. True, true. That was part of his contractual right. deal. Yep. Right. So that gave players a little a little control. Yeah, a little bit now of we got a little more control. Players Bounce, Association crazy. start putting in the unrestricted free agency agreements right. and things of that nature. True. Now right. fast forward. Right. Fast forward twenty years later. Twenty years later, you now have a thing called player's option. They got everything now. Right? Yeah. So now you get this bulk contract, and in this bulk contract, it shows where it cuts into your restricted free agent, yeah. mm-hmm. where that team decides if they want to maneuver you. Right. right. And then it becomes a player's option if you want to stay there or not. Mm-hmm. Right? Wow, like and that. then it could be on the back end another team option. Team but option. normally when it becomes that player option, it's either one. The players usually out there. If opt-out. there's another opt-out. year or two after that, yeah, the then it's a, two year, it's a two-year deal and it's an opt-out clause. Why do you think LeBron's yeah. so good? He's out in the young. And so, the, so those opt-out <laughs> clauses were something that did not exist K- in the night. KD right. did that. He just, that's how he went to Washington, right? K- what? Well, but you're talking about... No, he was just, a, um, he was just an unrestricted free oh, okay. agent. But you're talking about in this era now that these players are now understanding they more value. You got about, what, 87, 80, 87% mm-hmm. black people in the league? Well, you better get them to say so. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's where we at now. So the t- the ties have turned. There's yeah. still some stuff mm-hmm. that needs to be done. Because right. at the end of the day, Michael Jordan's the only single black owner. Yep. You got 32 yeah. teams. 32 teams. Yep. 32 teams. Yeah. So, come on, bro. all in all, Draymond, we have come to an agreement, was spot on. He was spot on, definitely. Spot yeah. on. And it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be looked upon as something negative or in a negative light because it's an actual player right. who said who it. Who it's coming from. And who that particular player was, mm-hmm. which is going to cause the rift or whatever, if you, you will. So what? But, Spot on, in my opinion. Um, it, it, it needs to change. And like he said, he's just asking for the players to be respected mm-hmm. in their own right. Because it really makes no sense for, like we just mentioned, a team to say, oh, well, we're not going to play you tonight. We're looking for a way to, for a way to move you. So you just put your street clothes on and just sit on the bench. Player goes in the locker room and he says, "Well, I'm trying to move, but you know I'm not, I'm not going to play tonight." Mm-hmm. Now, like he said with the James Harden thing, now that player is a cancer. Mm-hmm. He's a bad locker room guy. Where the big, the major conglomerate can pretty much say, "Oh, we're going to trade you, so we ain't going to play you." Like Bobby said, protecting your assets. Yeah, and I see nothing wrong with the player. Protecting himself, which I think they should be allowed to do. Protect themselves, which they are really not. (laughs) Real quick, is that a five-year? Is that a five-year contract or three-year contract? No matter. I just read this quote from Charles Barkley. Listen, 
Yo, Chuck you is, know he's the most crazy. Chuck is crazy, man. This joker said, <laughs> talk about Draymond Green and himself. I don't know if you read this, D. I don't, I don't even mm-hmm. know when this came out. But he said, uh, I think there's a difference. He's on a really good team. This, I guess this one, they was good. He said, but I was a great player. He said, uh, there's a double standard on that. When you're a great player, you can do and say what you want to do. Right. When you're on a good team, you can do what you say what you want to do, but you're in last place. Mm-hmm. You're in last place. Yeah. You, you have to stand down. He hasn't learned that yet. When you're a, when you're a piece of a puzzle and not the main ingredient, yeah, right. Who's gonna listen to you? Who's gonna listen to you? He's, he's, right. Right. he's right. But he's when right. you're a great player, Jordan, you get the air of those who need who right. really want to listen. Real quick, Magic right. Johnson got who fired? He got that. Hey, but it's not about it's not about getting them yeah, fired. Saying, it's like, about but as far as power, yeah. I have a say. Well, because well, you don't really have a say. You just have their ear. You got their which ear. means they're well, listening to you. They, be, they, they may be willing to listen. They're, they they be willing to listen. Player or the coach. Well, it, that's 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 a different issue. Yeah, yeah. The difference is, like he said, right, right. if I'm Honestly, the star, right. be quite they'll honest, they'll listen to me faster can, than they'll listen to somebody you. else. They said the star. Yeah. There are some coaches yeah. who could say some things in the league, listen, right. but not many. Right. Yeah, but I'm saying the star, the star player will stay. Those players have so much. At the end of the day, as great as as good of a Who coach Phil Jackson yeah. was, let's be clear. Mike. Let's be clear. Michael Jordan, Shaq, and Kobe made the league billions. <laughs> Not Phil Jackson. Not Phil Jackson. Absolutely. So who you yeah. think they're gonna listen to? Yeah. Well, listen to them. Who Leslie. You know, Leslie also said. I do you want yeah. better. I do you want better. Who the fans uh, come see? Not Phil right. Jackson. Leslie said she agrees. She agrees. She also says that. The players should have a choice in the trade oh, talk, uh, because it helps negotiate their paycheck. Absolutely, freaking lutely. And and they, and they do. Sorry, yeah, man. they do have a small during set. negotiations. During negotiations, that's, that's it. About it. So if there are things that they're not able to do, got to go back to the negotiation right. table and see what it was that they said we're gonna put on the shelf. Right. Because right. there are things that they put on the shelf and said mm-hmm. we'll revisit. That's not really. Right. Something that right. we want to deal with, but and now you know this might be it. Yeah, right, right, and, and right. just slightly, slightly turning the train a little bit back to what I said about the Carson Wentz thing. Right. In that trade, they made a trade. The picks are what they are. Mm-hmm. But then, if he plays seventy five percent, that one pick can turn right. into a first round pick. Right. If he plays seventy percent and they make the playoffs, then they end up with two first round so picks. You from the state house. I'm not pulling for them to stay healthy. Right. What I'm saying is, is look at the negotiation of the deal. I think it's going to be 50-50 in the beginning. But look at the negotiation of the deal. There's no clear cut. It's deal. a win-win for yeah. the Colts. Right. Yeah. Oh, with the Colts, I think the Colts going to win. Because win the whole thing anyway. they got a quarterback that they <laughs> allegedly wanted. Yeah. They got who they And yeah. they got the and power. Else the the now they got control over how those picks are conveyed. So they got over y'all, huh? <laughs> they of course they did. They can do a Sam Hinky. They can, they can, so really y'all they can let the bottom y'all, fall y'all out. Y'all rebuilding again. I mean, I, I'm not going to say that they rebuilding, but it's a lot of holes that Eagles need to be filled. Are, if the Eagles are a six-story building, I think they're on the fourth floor right you know why? now. Yeah. I, don't think they, I don't think they're I don't rebuilding. Think they're it's, a, it's a lot of holes, but it's just a lot of holes that need to be plugged. 
as a structured oh, team, God. as a structured team, mm-hmm. Sorry. the Eagles, if they were a six-story building structured team, <laughs> they mm-hmm. they're not on the second floor. Right. I would say they're, they're the fourth, on the third fourth, or fourth floor. floor. Right. They're in yeah. between the third and fourth floor okay. because you are, you got a you got a coach, you got somewhat of a quarterback. You still got some defensive components. They just got to add some Y'all stuff defense. to get up to that to that fourth, fourth floor. It's like it's like you cooking that pot of gumbo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got you, you got this in. You got this in. It's coming together, but <laughs> it's coming together, but just not quite right. What else? What else do we need to add in to get it closer to where we want? It's something missing. Yeah, it's something missing. You know, it's something missing. Yeah, wait a wait a taste the soup. Yeah, taste the soup. What do you mean? Yeah, you, you have to. Coming to America, yeah. where's the spoon? Yeah. Aha. Right, you have to. Aha. Absolutely. Yeah. So, that being said, wraps up another fine episode of the Sports Rap Podcast. The guys will be back with me next week. Yes, sir. Thanks for everybody that tuned in, everybody that commented. We appreciate all of your comments and everything like that. Signing out. Yes, sir. It's your boy, Sports Rap D. You know where to find me. Instagram and Twitter at SportsWeb underscore D. You get me in the group uh, SportsWeb Podcast on Facebook, the webpage, YouTube, SportsWeb TV. Podcasts will go up on iHeartRadio and mostly and most of your podcast outlets. Baldy. Uh, once again, a pleasure here with my brothers. Uh, you can get with me at Ball75 on Instagram, Aaron Baldy Moore on Facebook. Make sure y'all check out Sports Rep Podcast and y'all can watch it again and again and again. Absolutely. And again. Frank, you can hit me up on Facebook. First of all, I want to say uh, before I get all on that, it's a pleasure coming back, man, my guys. Man. Absolutely. It took a while dealing with this pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, let me real quick because we got to go. Uh, you hit me up on Facebook, IG2418. That's about it. All right. All right, folks. There you have it. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Real quick before we go, we got one last comment from Leslie Cuff. She says, right. But some of the teams that are on the losing side may offer more, and depending on the player, they may feel their skills may be able to help that team, maybe even turn them around, and they may take that deal for that reason. Great points, great points. Thank you all for tuning in. We will see you next Monday at our regular time, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We appreciate the support, and we will continue to bring you all of this great sports dialogue as we do.